0: Hello, brothers, and welcome back to KKSi Presents. I'm your host, Bonko, National Vice President for Student Affairs. And I am, as always, very grateful for this opportunity to be a part of this production. Of course, I could not do all this on my own. I have some amazing help from our National Communications team, our Student Advisory Committee, and a special shout out to our editor, Ryan Smith, for all of his hard work and dedication to KKSi Presents. So, for those of you who are Returnal listeners, welcome back and thank you so much for your support. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to our show. And we, again, really appreciate you taking the time to join us today. This podcast is, of course, brought to you by Kappa Kappa Psi National Honorary Band Fraternity. The purpose of this series is to provide you some insight, some helpful tips, some suggestions, and showcase the different voices of the brotherhood in a hopefully entertaining fashion that will keep you coming back. So, today's guest uh, is joining us all the way from East Lansing, Michigan. And if you are a Drum Corps fan, I'm sure you've heard about the news because our guest is making history as one of the first female drum majors for the Madison Scouts. So, without further delay, let's go ahead and pass it on to our guest for an, an, an official introduction.
1: Hello everyone, Um, my name is Zyra Montevilazquez and I am from the Zeta Epsilon Chapter of Kappa Kappa Psi here at Michigan State University. My major is Psychology with a minor in Leadership of Organizations, which is pretty exciting. (laughs) I've been playing the clarinet since I was in sixth grade, but I'm currently learning the baritone for the Spartan Marching Band, where I am a Big Ten flag right now, but I'm hoping to become a member of the horn line for this upcoming season. And when I'm not playing an instrument, I am also a conductor.
0: <laughs> I love that. Hey, you know, I have a, I have a special place in my heart for all conductors and, and people who just love to wave around their arms and just, you know, be really musical with that. Cause you know, that is musical leadership um, in a very special way. So thank you for representing. Um, of course. <laughs> yeah. So that's very cool. Um, you know, Zeta Epsilon, uh, you know, from the North Central District, and of course you know, NCD has a special place in my heart as well. Um, and, you know, some of my mentors in life are also, uh, you know, from Michigan State. So I've seen a lot about that. The main thing I always hear is when you see, when you yell, go green, the response is what?
1: Go white.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. Very cool. So let's go ahead and get into the questions if you don't mind. So for 2020, how has your year been so far and what have you been up to?
1: It's been pretty eventful so far. Um, I've road tripped a few times to the beautiful state of Indiana for drum corps camps. My <laughs> committee for Kappa has been making strides as we are the first leadership development committee. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about um, my committee cause I love them so much and they're just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been throwing out ideas left and right and implementing as many lessons we can for our projects to help our chapter. Um, For example, we've done presentations and talks on the importance of knowing why you're doing what you're doing, which for us and for me is very important when I am talking to my committee about um, why we joined Kappa. because sometimes I feel like it can get lost throughout the school year since you get busy and everything. So um, kind of remembering back to why you are in Kappa and why you do the things that you are doing and why you're passionate about the things that you're doing, I think is super important. Um, And then we've also exposed our brothers to a few ways of becoming and staying mindful. For example, um, we've exposed them to the app Headspace. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's amazing. And it's basically talking about how um, instead of stopping thoughts, you are more of acknowledging your thoughts and watching them, um, as like traffic instead of stopping you are um, just trying to move forward with your thoughts, which I love. And we are starting a optional five minute headspace session after every chapter meeting to keep that practice going. Yeah. Uh, As well as we talked about the tree of contemplative practices and we gathered um, relaxing music suggestions from our brothers, and we made a playlist and we shared it out, which was pretty awesome. And then um, something that I'm so excited about and passionate about is the thing that we started for our January project, which is going to last for the rest of the um, spring semester, which is called the Passion Project. And This is an opportunity for our brothers to practice their presentation skills, as well as getting to know each other a bit more. Mm -hmm. So basically, one brother, each meeting presents on something they love, whether it's art or welding or um, they love their dog, whatever it is, the world (laughs) is their oyster. Right. And they get to... Either make a PowerPoint or just talk, or bring in a poster, or bringing ac- actual physical things to pass around and show the brothers of their achievements and accomplishments. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want, and we actually got the idea from Western Michigan's chapter. And as soon as they told us, I was like, I cannot pass this opportunity to create something useful here at Michigan State. So shout out to Moo Delta, <laughs> 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 um, and then. Yeah. So that's a little shout out to my leadership development committee. Um, but something else that was super exciting that I did was that I went to my first block ever. I went to Grand Valley State University and it was amazing. <laughs> I've been to a district convention, but I've never been to a block before. So that was pretty cool.
0: That's so exciting. Yeah. I, I'm sad I missed you all. I, I went to West block and didn't get to, didn't get to a chance to visit North or uh, or South block, but that's really exciting. Um, and I I wanted to, to bring back a couple of things here. Um, you mentioned headspace and, you know, just kind of like the, the practice of, um, just really, you know, being present and being, aware of your thoughts. And, and it's really interesting. You bring that up because just last night I went to go see Simon Sinek speak, um, here in DC. And he, there was a part of it where he's talking about being present. He's like, there, you know, there's this new fad where he was like, Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm really present. And he was saying, you know, you, you, yes, it's great to practice that, but you, are not really present until someone else you know, it tells you that you're present, right? You can't be present for just yourself. Your present is the fact that you are here with your thoughts, supporting other people and their thoughts. And, you know, it's not about just controlling mm. your thoughts. It's the fact that you're acknowledging you have thoughts. Your thoughts, yeah. as social creatures, your thoughts tend to deal with others and your surroundings. So being present, it's just not about like stopping any thought or like controlling your thoughts. It's allowing your thought to really, your mind to wander. So- Exactly. And, you know, passion project as well that you mentioned, I think is incredible. And I I, I hope to see more, uh, I hope to see it incorporated more often within our fraternity. Uh, Something our communications committee uh, does is, you know, we had asked and, you know, really challenged them like, hey, if there's something that you're passionate about, let's bring it to the table. And let's, you know, let's let you take lead on it. And, you know, at the end of the day, we don't want to tell people's story for them. And we don't want to just frame everything KK's side. We want to say KK supports mm-hmm. this and supports our brothers who like this. So I, I love seeing that you guys are incorporating it within your development committee and within your chapter. So um, the last thing I want to see is, can you remind our listeners, it was tree of contemplative something.
1: Practices, tree of contemplative practices.
0: Got it, got it. So, um, if any of our listeners are are curious more about this, please do reach out to Zyra and you know ask because I think this would be incredible for you all to uh, just to consider to see you know what benefits you could get from it. Awesome. So, if you wouldn't mind, you know I'm sure you've you've talked plenty about it already, but could you tell us? Uh, your listeners here and your fans about your experience and your time with the Madison scouts so far.
1: Guys, I love the Madison scouts (laughs) from the moment that I stepped into the welcome meeting at the Mm -hmm. first camp. I knew that this was a place I was going to challenge not only musically, but challenged to be a better person. It was the feeling that I got. And then there was the actual execution of their values from the staff members. Mm -hmm. They value growth as an individual. And their goal is to help people become the best versions of themselves, which is exactly what drum court is about. Mm -hmm. That is what drum court is to me. And from my past experience being um, at legends this past summer, it, truly like solidified the fact that drum corps is much more than performing even though it is a very huge part um, it's more of becoming the best you that you can be and Madison Scouts really showed me that that is what they value at their drum corps mm-hmm. um, and along with that learning to become the best performer all while learning how to be organized and communicate and be on time to block um, learning how to handle your surroundings and handle the people around you mm-hmm. and learning how to love yourself and love others more. Um, so far the Madison scouts have been nothing but welcoming and shown me so much love already. Um, I've been challenged every minute at each camp, which is exactly what I wanted.
2: Yes. <laughs> the members
1: of the core are insanely talented and pushed me to the, to become the best drum major I can possibly be for them. Yeah. I, already I look out at like during full ensembles and see my family.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. I, I, I love that so, just to hear that so much because, you know, I, I think people who aren't a part of drum corps don't fully understand that it is so much about like you kind of lose yourself for a good reason. You learn to really give up the self the selfishness to be, you know, to, to make sure that the group succeeds. And so to some extent, you know, a lot of a lot of us have, have dealt with that or have learned that through marching band, but with the drum corps, I mean, it's like every single day throughout the summer that you're with each other. And you're like, get yeah, the you know, the worst temperatures, the hottest of the hot, the rainiest of the rainiest. And, you know, hope, hopefully you guys don't have to do swamp tour. Uh, Cause <laughs> that was not, no fun for me. Um, <laughs> but just, you know, just to hear what you're saying because you truly do become a family and I don't think I've seen people um, you know yes people in KKSI are, are close but when you talk about drum corps people it is like family for life and so I'm, I'm super excited for you I can't wait you know I'm originally from Indianapolis so I'm gonna uh, hopefully you know and this is an invitation oh, yeah. for everybody else. <laughs> Let's let's meet up in Indianapolis for for um, for DCI, and you know we'll we'll just be supportive of all brothers and sisters in drum corps. How about that?
1: Yes, let's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. So, how long were you a part of? Um, how long were you with Legends?
1: I was with Legends with the 2019 season okay. only. Very cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Very
1: cool.
0: Yeah, another another great group that uh, um, you know has really cultivated a lot of of great conductors um, throughout the years. So, love to hear that. Um, okay. So let's, let's transition a little bit more to KK Sai, if you don't mind. Um, if you, yeah, let's see, let's, how did you get started with KK Sai and what made you want to join? And you again, you don't have to give us a pretty answer. It can be as honest as it is. So You could be like, Hey, pizza.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I was first exposed to Kappa Kappa Psi during a marching band meeting at the beginning of our season. Mm-hmm. Um, representatives from our music fraternities slash sororities came on um, campus and gave a quick introduction on what exactly each organization stood for, which was pretty cool. And after the meeting, I wasn't completely sold on doing Kappa. I thought it was cool that we had music fraternities and sororities like that, but for some reason, it just wasn't sticking with me. Right, right. And it wasn't until one of the brothers from Kappa came up to me and wanted to have a conversation with me, not just about Kappa, but he started off with just wanting to get to know me, which meant a lot to me. That personal connection and coming up to me and wanting to know more about who I was as a person, and then integrating Kappa in there and talking about how wonderful the brothers were and how educational the whole road to wisdom was, um, that meant a lot to me. And after that, he invited me to a recruitment event and. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how, how I was going to get there. Cause I lived on campus. It was my first year. Um, so I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to get there. It's 15 minutes away. I can't do it, but he was nice enough to give me a ride, which that also meant a lot to me. So, um, if it wasn't for him and it, if it wasn't for him taking me and showing me that like, he cares enough to give me a ride and go out of his way to come pick me up. Like I, I would not have, um, Probably joined Capo. It was just that personal connection.
0: Do you, do you want to give him a shout out?
1: Oh, his name is Tyler Stump.
0: <laughs> oh, very cool. I met him at uh, at national convention in Stillwater. He's amazing. That's very cool. Well, Tyler Heck of a guy. <laughs> yeah. hey, Tyler, if you're not listening, I hope I hope you start. So, <laughs> <laughs> not to call you out um, because we to giving you a shout out. Um, no, very cool. That is amazing because. You know, I I feel like most of the time we are most of us are probably not sold on KK side because you think about fraternity, like if you're if you're not familiar with what you know, fraternal or Greek life, it probably sounds cultish, right? Yeah. Uh, And if you are especially when you like it's a band fraternity where you just give up your time for really nothing in in return, you know, because we don't know anything about it, right? So most people, I would say, have that connection point because somebody took the time, took the energy, took the heart to reach out to somebody and say, hey, I think you would be a great addition. Hey, you know, um, this is, this is something that, you know, I, I would love to share more with you about, uh, and it, it's kind of comes back to the the philosophy or the belief that people join people. And I'm so glad to hear this from you because I'm, I'm hoping uh, that, you know, from listening to this podcast here, uh, people out there who are curious about leadership opportunities, maybe, you know, within KK you know, outside of it, um, you know, we'll be inspired and hopefully, you know, it, you'll be a resource for them as well. Just kind of, you know, as a, as a guide and as a mentor to, to people. So.
1: And when we think about recruitment and how can we get more people to join Kappa, um, there's a lot of, okay, let's do another event. Let's do a spaghetti like dinner event. Let's do all these other events. But what's so important is to make sure that you go out there and let that person know that you're thinking of, or just let people know that you are acknowledging them and that you see them. And that means more than just opening up an event to people. It's you
0: going out there and making that personal connection. 100%. I love I love that you mentioned that because I mean, like you, get so much of what we do, marching band music, it's like, you know, like, of course there are soloists, there's, there are solo performances. Um, but it all comes down to like The fact that we are using music to connect with one another, we're using our experiences to connect with one another. And I think that's really powerful beyond just, like you said, those events, right? Absolutely. And you know what? Uh, Side note here, I think I always find it so interesting to see and hear what certain regions or chapters, what their shorthand for Kappa Kappa Psi is. So for our chapter, we call it Psi. And yeah, uh you know, I hear
1: that a lot right
0: and and and, and, uh, and you know because I, I you know from my connections from from the north here, I always hear kappa i 'm like, kappa, what <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> so it's always very interesting um very cool okay so i'll i 'll stop geeking out about silly things um, <laughs> so my next question for you is. When when heading into your start with the scouts, Madison Scouts, did you draw on any KKSI lessons or experiences or just, you know, some sort of internal um, experience that you had from KKSI that helps you with Madison Scouts?
1: For me, the big thing that has always been a part of me, but it's also very much a part of Kappa. So it was just a coincidence that it was It just like the values aligned, but the part where you were saying how music connects us all and it's so wonderful to walk into a camp to walk into any kind of like music ensemble or music related event and just feel that we are all connected by music. Mm -hmm. Like it's kind of silly sometimes when you think about it because we're marching on a field, we're just like fast walking or whatever, but there's just so much more to that. And we're all doing this through a common denominator, which is music. And that, um, I remember one of my degrees feeling the way that I felt when I was at Madison scouts scouts, which is I'm going to be challenged here. I'm going to, learn more about myself. I'm going to learn more about my love for music in different ways and different perspectives, which I loved.
0: Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's so interesting to hear because um, I think really for the first time I, I heard someone uh, describe it in that way of, of being challenged, because I think we all feel that, but we all like, ha ha ha, like, because we don't know what's going on. So we like, we nervous, <laughs> laugh and smile. It's like, what did I just get myself into? Right? What did I? What did I just get myself into? So we're like, ha ha ha! I love that. I'm joining family. Blah blah. blah. It's like, yeah, cool. You know, tell us the truth, okay? So I love that you mentioned that. Like, I appreciate that clarity and that honesty. So that's so exciting. Um, So we are currently celebrating Women's History Month, and I just wanted to ask you, what does that mean to you? And you know, how would you like to see, in, in your opinion, how would you like to see this celebration expanded?
1: recently i came across a very inspirational um woman her name is Brene brown uh, and yes. a wonderful woman she is wow she just takes my breath away sometimes because well i i love her podcast um she talks about the anatomy of trust mm-hmm. and um i listen to that all the time when i feel like lost in a, like a purpose of why I'm doing something, I I always turn to Brene. And um, recently I've just, with um, the whole um, Madison Scouts being all gender in- inclusive, um, it's been kind of like, it, it's been shocking. And at the same time, just hard to comprehend how big of a deal that this is um, to not only me, but to so many other people out there. And Mm
2: -hmm.
1: even now I'm still trying to like fully comprehend it because I cannot like imagine how many girls, how many, how many guys, how many other genders are looking at us, are looking at our core and seeing that there is, is something possible for them. We have a core member who's been dreaming about being in the Madison Scouts and never thought that she could be in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I talked to her last camp and I was like, so like, how does it feel? Like, how, what does this mean to you? And she, at the same time, she had no words, but, but to say, I'm so grateful, I'm so thankful, I cannot believe that I'm here. Mm-hmm. And that is such a big deal to me. And um, at the same time, it's it means a lot to me and it hits home with my family because um to me there's always been a a big like not pressure but there's been eyes on me because I'm I'm Hispanic as well Mm -hmm. and um my family came from a very like poor background and that has been to my family members who um, aren't here, they are from Mexico, um, so I don't, I, don't, I don't really get to see them. But um, to them, it's the biggest deal because I am a Hispanic woman in this huge role, representing something that's much bigger than all of us. And when I think about me being in the Madison Scouts, I think about all the people that I'm, I'm touching, but at the same time, like all the people that came before me and it, I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for them, all the men and women who made Madison scouts, like what it is. And, um, it's just crazy how many people you can touch that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And, um, going along with, um, my family and being Hispanic, Back in 2017 when I was in high school, I was also a drum major for um the Bands of America honor band that marched in the in the Rose Parade. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that came out, a lady who I had no idea lived in my small town reached out to me and she freaked out over the fact that I was Hispanic and I was gonna be on TV and I was in this huge leadership position and it meant so much to her and she wanted to help me out to like like pay for my, like a partial part of my trip, or she wanted to give me gloves. Like people are like, it means more to to people than you think. And that's something that like, I'm slowly starting to like comprehend more and more as um, I go on, because this is going to be such an amazing journey and I can't wait to um, inspire people along the way. Um, In addition, this, sorry, I just like remembered this, but this ties in perfectly to my Madison Scouts fundraiser, um, which is these bags that I'm styling. Um, My grandpa comes from Mexico once every year, sometimes twice if we're lucky, but um, whenever he comes, he brings back um, bags, he brings back dresses, shirts, like everything is homemade. They're gorgeous. I love them. And in each bag, I'm writing a letter as well as I'm putting in a wooden coin
2: mm-hmm.
1: where me and my brother burnt out the Madison Scouts logo on the front. And then on the back, we wrote, be you, be brave.
2: Yeah.
1: And to me, the whole purpose behind that was maybe if I'm out there on tour maybe after a show day maybe during rehearsal and somebody walks up a little girl or a little guy or anyone who I encounter
2: yeah.
1: they walk up to me I want to be able to share my story and I want to be able to inspire them in some way and give them a little token and a little encouragement to let them know to follow their dreams
0: yeah I, I just you, you took my breath away with all of that because I mean, it is so incredibly powerful to hear the impact that you, you don't even know that you have on your community, that you have on people. Um, and again, like you know, there's so many people, especially in so on, with social media nowadays. Um, you know, I, I think it's very clear that there can be so much negativity, but there is also so much power in in our digital uh, environment. That by you sharing your story, by this podcast being put out. You know, people are going to hear it. People are going to listen and just be a part of the story, live vicariously through you. And they're going to be inspired. And, you know, it may not be so show present immediately where like they're like, wow, I'm going to take action now. But the fact is that, like, you are persistent on your journey. You're pushing through. You're being vulnerable and sharing this stuff. And, you know, people are going to gravitate towards that. And I just love hearing what you're saying about just the fact that this is so surreal to you. Like this is, this is such an amazing experience and you brought up Brene as well. She's one of my heroes. Um, you know, dare to lead has been a life changing book because I think it is so easy for us to get defensive or to be too humble or there's all these things that we're taught, to do to safeguard ourselves right so for yeah. example let's talk of you know your experience here as as one of the first female drum majors for for the medicine scouts, you know, I'm sure you may come across some negative comment at some point. Um, and, you know, with, with Brene's wisdom that, that you're, you're leaning into being vulnerable. You know what? Yes. Yeah. This is possible. Or, you know what? I acknowledge what you're saying and these are your feelings, uh, but I'm here to, to, to serve. I'm here to be a part of this. I am your family. And I think that it's just a, such an incredible journey and moment for you that I cannot Wait to see more of this. So I'm going to be very much be creeping on your social media. Um, so if you don't mind, give us a little bit more information about this fundraiser because I, I look people who are listening. Drum corps is, woo, it is expensive, right? It, it is not. It is not easy, and it's stressful. It truly is stressful on members who you don't have those funds to pay things, you know, off the bat. Um, but people work very hard to be a part of these experiences. So I wanted to. Give Zyra a moment to share about her fundraiser.
1: I posted it on Facebook. Um, It is public. So um, I'm going to be posting another one because we ran out of some bags like that. It was so quick. But Mm -hmm. my grandpa um, uh, gave us another shipment of them. So um, it'll be another post coming soon. But um, there's these handmade bags um, of all colors, all sizes, all kinds of bags they are super cool. It's on Facebook. Um, but they range anywhere from 15 to $40. Um, and with each bag, there's a letter in it. And every letter is, is not just like, like the same, every letter is its own thing. It's its own story. I actually, am I didn't like tell a lot of people about this, but, um, This past fall, I was really missing drum corps one day. So I decided to go to Meijer and print out $35 worth of drum corps pictures because I was missing it so much. So (laughs) um, I printed that out and I have them in this little box. And what I'm doing with each letter is that I'm picking out a certain like picture. Like I'm closing my eyes and I'm putting my hand in the box and then grabbing out a picture and then I'm writing about it. Mm-hmm. in every letter and I, I wanted to do it like that so that way that like the universe is picking what memory that this person has like this person was meant to have this memory
0: yeah I, so, uh, yeah. I mean that's super powerful so um yeah I, I all I encourage all listeners if you have the capacity to to help out you know because again drum corps is so so expensive but it is there are so many rewards to it and, and people gain so much from it. Um, and if, if you can't help out monetarily, I'm sure Zyra would appreciate a share is to spread the word because I mean, this is truly important. And again, she is making history here along with, you know, other, <laughs> other first female, um, members of, of the Madison Scouts. So thank you so much for sharing about that. I mean, that is incredible.
1: Yes. Thank you for letting me. I love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's look at, um, You know, since we're on Women History Month here, if you don't mind, uh, who in your life, any female leaders, any uh, women in your life that has played a major role in your development as a leader, as you know, who you are as a human being, and just anyone who plays um, or who serves like a role model for you?
1: My mother is the biggest role model to me um, because she has just been through what seems like everything and every hard part of life and more she has dealt with grace and like she has just been so positive and so strong through everything that she's been through um so I I just I love my mother so much um through everything she has been nothing but supportive um she loves drum corps and no matter what she just wants me to achieve my dreams um i'm currently a psychology major like i said but i've always had a dream of being a music teacher Mm -hmm. or being involved in any kind of music um i really wanted to be a band director at one point but um you know life happens and you get put into different paths and that's totally okay Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and we've had a talk about whether um, music education is possible. And for her, anything is possible. She's like, yeah, we'll make it work. Like, let's just get you this psych degree and then whatever you wanna do afterwards, we'll look at schools in in the state, we'll look at schools in Europe, like whatever it takes, if this is your passion, I want you to do it. And money shouldn't be a factor if this is what you love.
2: That's so,
0: oh, sorry, just let me take a moment here. Let me. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, keep going.
1: <laughs> yeah, so my mom is pretty amazing. She she changes my perspective with everything um like whether it's it's drum corps or my my schooling or whether it's the fact that I live in a townhouse and not a house because I remember this one moment when I was younger um we just moved into a townhouse. This was in high school. And I thought we were going to be living in a house, which I don't know why I thought that. But anyway, we ended up moving to a townhouse. And for five minutes, I was I was upset about it. And then my mom was like, why are you why are you getting upset? Like, it's it's a home. Like, we have two we have two floors. We have a basement. We have all this like Mm -hmm. what's going on. And I like stopped and my 15 year old self was like okay like it's actually pretty great like <laughs> when you actually think about it it's so much better than the apartment it's so much like like there's so many good things in this townhouse so i was looking at the fact that i didn't have a house when i should have been looking at the fact that i had two floors or i had a basement or i had my own room and it was <laughs> and my mom just helps me see things in a better light. And she helps me see all the good in the world and reminds me that things aren't as bad as they seem. And life is pretty beautiful.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just, our mothers, our mothers great. Oh, wonderful. Right. So our, my, the the last membership highlight we did was with um, a young gentleman named Mark from Iota, Iota Zeta. Mm -hmm. And uh, him and I also exchanged, um, few stories on on mothers. So um this is where I, I this is this is not on the script here. So i want to ask you, I do ha- what fun stories do you have about your mom? It can be funny, can be so for for example, uh my mom is a very fire woman. Like she is not a lovey dovey. Like I know she loves me to death. I she is a very passionate woman, but she is she is just like from the moment she wakes up, she is Fire, and then she goes. She's just like heated all the time, and just intense all the time. Um, so, just growing up, uh, it's not a particular story, but she just she loves to throw things at me when she's unhappy. She's like, you know, like I am telling you these things because I want the best for you. And while she's saying these nice and encouraging things, she's throwing things at me. Um, she taught me. I mean, I. I, I mean throw something at me. Like I can, I can dodge pretty quickly nowadays. So you know, <laughs> hear, hear from you. What story, what fun story do you have for us?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, you know, my mom is pretty feisty too. She doesn't throw things, but <laughs> you know, she throws verbal things at you, which yeah. is, <laughs> um, when game nights roll around though she's a different person (laughs) um when her sister is here Mm -hmm. she's a different person she's very competitive um there was one time we were playing that game where you put your head in this little like 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 hole and there's a hand at the bottom and you put whipped cream yeah Yeah! and like she really didn't want to lose so um, she would like grab it and take the hole out and she'd just start flinging like whipped cream at people just for fun. <laughs> her own rules. Right, right. She's like, so, no, we're going to win or no, you didn't win.
0: It sounds like my mother as well. I love that. <laughs> um, so to all moms out there, we love you no matter how feisty you are, how many th- things you throw at us. We still love you. Yes. Um,
1: out moms. <laughs> <right>.
0: <laughs> so looking forward, you know, let's say five to 10 years, where do you see yourself? You know, what, what kind of vision do you have for future, future Zyra?
1: Oh, I hope she changes the world. I hope she continues to change and be the change that she wants to see in the world,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whether it be. Um, at a university, helping people figure out what they want to do or whether it's working for music for all, or whether it be being a music teacher or being in Europe and playing music and teaching music to kids, whether it's in in Mexico, maybe teaching English Mm -hmm. to kids and teaching them how to play an instrument. I just hope that I, I hope, and I I will, I know that I'm going to be very happy, but I just, I want to make a difference in the world.
0: Yeah. I just, I'm just gonna put this out there again. You know, I, I just want to say like how much just this this is inspiring me already. So with just me sitting here on a screen, talking to you, like you've already inspired me. So I can only imagine the number of people that you are going to touch, that you are going to inspire and you're going to change their lives. And like you said, with Tyler, like we said with other people, it's, you know, like it doesn't take a lot. You just show that you care. You show that you want the best for them and However, you go about that with whatever field you go into, you're like you are going to change the world. And I fully believe that. So, five to 10 years, I mean, you're, I feel like you're already doing it at a high level, but five to 10 years, I mean, I can only imagine the amazing things you're going to be doing. So, again, going to be creeping on your social media.
1: <laughs> and that the brings back um a point to what Brene was saying in her podcast where it's not like some people think that you have to do this huge thing to make a difference but it's really not like building trust for example like it's all the small things and even her her um little girl figured that out is what she was saying in the podcast that like it's all these small moments in life that build these incredible feelings that build that trust that build making a difference. It's not a huge thing. It, it can just be like waving at someone or saying hello to them, but anything can make a difference. And I hope that I can help other people realize that too and help other people realize that they can be that they yeah, can be yeah. that person that helps someone as well, like gain trust and make a difference too.
0: No, totally. I'm going to go off on a side tangent here because you're touching on things I'm so passionate about. So I do apologize to our listeners. You're going to get a little bit of this here. So yes to that, because I mean, I truly like I, a smile can really change somebody's day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we, we, we. When we help, somebody or when somebody receives help, there's a little bit of uh, a chemical, a hormone that's released in your brain. It makes you feel good. You I mean you feel good like when you watch videos on, on, on social media, you know something positive happening. Like these small things can actually make us happier. They can make our days, um, and like I, that's why I love it because when when I think back to my college experience, you're like, you know, what was your favorite part about band or KKSI? It really was those, those moments that we did consistently like in practice, because I have so many memories of smiles and of people like, you know, like cheering on each other, like these little things eventually start to chip away at the armor or, you know, all the, all the bad habits or all the, uh, the, uh, defense systems we've built up, the walls we've built up because, you know, we're so afraid mm-hmm. to get hurt or told that we're going to get hurt. Right. So, these these yeah. things that we're talking about—the small action, the smile, the the you know the the high five, reaching out, being like, "Hey, you know, person, great job!" Like, "Hey, I, I saw that, and I appreciate you for for you know for being here." Those yes. things, especially as a leader, can be so incredibly powerful. That, um, so if you don't mind me sharing a story with you, um, yes, absolutely. In my my first year as as a drum major at IU, and I was scared out of my mind. You know, being being a uh, being a part of the Big Big Ten, but just being part of a college band is is scary enough. But then to be the leader, right? And we at uh, mm-hmm. the middle band camp, we have this thing called the procedure where the the band lines up in their ranks, and we have one drummaker and I had to call all these commands for all these ranks, and I mean there were it, it was it was endless, and this is it was one of those like. Tests that you know these drummers go to because they it's really it's, it's testing your endurance, it's testing your your grit, it's testing just you know overall like how willing are you to to give a hundred percent no matter how hard it is. And wow. years years later, I had somebody come up to me. I I don't know this person very well, but they came up to me and was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that you I was really unsure about being in, in college marching band um, as a freshman and. and the fact that you were smiling after each round and that you were just you enjoying yourself. I wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary, right? I was just smiling. I was like, ha, 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 ha. my voice hurt, <laughs> you know? So I, just the fact that I was smiling, apparently that made somebody want to stay. Like, how incredible is that? So
2: mm.
0: I'll get off, I'll, you know, sway away from this, this uh, tangent. But again, I just... I am excited that you mentioned that because I, I truly do believe that we don't have to do these extravagant things. We don't have to have these big events. We don't have to be doing these big ranger gestures. You know, it's about the small things, the human connection aspect.
1: And you really never know what, like what you say, what that high five, what that smile can do to a, can, can do to a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I experienced that in high school with when I was a drum major, um, there was this, guy who um, apparently was having a tough time, but I had, I kind of had a feeling that something was going on, but you know, I didn't want to bring anything up, but I knew that, that he was now a part of like my life because he was a freshman. So I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to say hello to you. I'm going to acknowledge you every day. Um, Not because I felt like I needed to, but because I genuinely wanted to, because I, I love everyone who comes into my my band so much. That's just kind of how my mentality works. I'm like, okay, you're in here now. I love you. (laughs) Um, but he, um, so I like, I went up to him and I asked him like, Hey, what what, like, like what's up or Hey, do you want to go to McDonald's afterwards? Or Hey, you did such a good job. You looked really good marching. And later on he sent me a message and he's like, you don't understand this was going on. And you asking me, to go to McDonald's meant the world to me. Cause I, you know, people struggle silently and no one knows sometimes and you, you taking the time to say, to acknowledge someone can really mean a lot. And it brings back to another thing that like Brené said is that like, if someone is walking by you and you don't say hello or you don't acknowledge them, that is a moment that you are losing and you are betraying someone when you do that. Yes. And that has stuck with me for like, ever since I, I listened to that because it's so true. And I, and I'm very aware of that every time someone crosses my path, I'm like, I have to say hello to them. Yeah. I have to acknowledge them in some way or else I'm going to feel like I'm, I'm betraying them. And that, that is true. And I think that is something that's also, which sound, it can sound kind of weird, but it can be very positively powerful mm-hmm. to get you to actually go out there and say something. Cause I know not a lot of people, you don't have to be extroverted to do it. You just have to take that first step.
0: I agree because again, at the, at the end of the day, human connection matters. And in the day of technology and all that, uh, I will, I mean, openly admit, like I'm one of those individuals too that spends way too much time on my own, on my phone and never enough being present never enough like right? just acknowledging my gratitude um and acknowledging those around me because i again at the end of the day leadership is about taking responsibility for those around you no matter how close you are no matter if you know them or mm-hmm. not like your job as a leader is to try to improve the life of those around you and it, it, can, it can start with a smile it can start with a hello so that is yes. incredibly deep so we took our audience on this, this, this ride, and, and I, I hope they're, they're, they're enjoying it as, as much as I am right now. Um, so again, I have you know, asked you so many questions already, and I just wanted to, to share how appreciative I am of your willingness to be vulnerable, to speak on everything so far. But I did have one last question for you. All right. What piece of advice can you share with our listeners who would like to serve at a higher level someday? Maybe they're, they're searching for leadership opportunities or, you know, potentially trying to create positive change for their community.
1: For sure. Um, allow yourself to be in the arena. Taking the first step is the hardest, but the most worthwhile Mm -hmm. success comes with failure and failure leads to success. There is always something you can learn from every encounter and every person and every experience that you have. Mm -hmm. Remember the love, the passion, the kindness you have will make a difference to someone somewhere. So truly never stop striving for the highest.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry, that was a mic drop and I, I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to respond to that anymore. So like, whoo, she stole the show, right? Um no fantastic. I again I am so incredibly grateful for you taking the time to join us today. So again, on behalf of the fraternity, the National Council, I just wanted to say how much I appreciate you and admire all that you're doing to promote musicianship, to promote leadership service and just how incredible, you know, being a woman is in and how you know how much positivity that you can create as a human being. So just wanted to say again, thank you so much.
1: So, thank you so much. I loved doing this. So I very much appreciate you wanting to talk to me. So thank you guys.
0: Yes. And we are so excited to see you, uh, in Indianapolis or, you know, really at any show, but hopefully we can all meet up in Indianapolis as well. Um, yes. So you, um, at Lucas oil. So, um, A huge thanks to all of our listeners for joining today. Uh, If you like this episode, then please share and suggest the podcast series to another brother and subscribe if you haven't already done so. You know, we we do this not to hear ourselves talk because I really do hate the sound of my my voice recorded. Uh, So we do this to share insight (laughs) that could be meaningful for you, for your brothers, for your chapter. Uh, but we also need your help in finding topics to cover for others to join me as guests as I right here. And, you know, if you have any suggestions, please reach out to me. My email is bangco at kksi.org. That's B-A-N-G-C-O at K-K-P-S-I dot And again, thanks for joining us today um, on KKSI Presents. My name is Bangco, your host. And I wish you all much love today. And as always, AEA.